0: Hello Kingdom Speak listeners, today we go on a journey that you are going to want to travel the entire distance with. Welcome to our new mini-series on justification and sanctification with Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Get on the train and buckle up, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets. Woo! If you are if you're listening or watching on our YouTube channel and you're a sound clipper, these episodes are gonna be for you. These are <laughs> for you. you know it. These are for you. It's gonna be Woo! lots of ammo. Yeah.
1: Hashtag disclaimer time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it? This is going to be, you know, when yeah. we're if we're starting out and we're already hedging, then you know yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Kingdom Speak. So today we are kicking off a, I don't want to call it a mini series. I think I already did, but it's probably like a massive series. Yeah. If you pay attention to what Pastor Daniel McKellop has been preaching the last... Two years? (laughs) Oh, easy. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. We've been on a journey of justification and sanctification, uh, revelatory preaching. It is. He's not going to say that, but I'll say it. Um, Really, really awesome stuff. And when he told us yesterday, maybe informal show prep, that this is where we were going, it was like, all right, here we go. Okay. Here we are. We're going to do it. Well... There was, um, on our YouTube channel, there's been a lot of new comments coming in, um, and I just wanted to read you one. So this one is from Kyle. I don't think I read Kyle's comment last week. I have such a love and appreciation for you all. Bishop Lambeth is such an amazing elder, currently enrolled in a class he's teaching, and he brings it like this every single time. Um, and if I did read it, which is hard to say. I don't we have not we have another one. Uh, this is from Julia, and she says, Wow, wow, this sure explains the Godhead. Couldn't help but cry when I could see the whole part of God. Thanks, God bless. Wow. And that stuff with Bishop Odom is powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what's really neat? Talking about um, Bishop Lambeth, too. I ha- had this conversation with him. You know, he came, what, th- two, three months ago?
0: On the crowd faithing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Ben. Yeah. And... Sure
1: for his wife to mm-hmm. be sick and come through that. Mm-hmm. He mentioned in, in one of our many conversations over that 10 or 12 day period that she was mm-hmm. struggling with COVID, that isn't it amazing that I am quite possibly the recipient <laughs> of, of the, very very the very concept that, yeah. that he presented. Yeah. So, yeah. man, she's back home recovering well, and we're Thank grateful God for, that.
0: for that. Thank God for that. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah, this was awesome.
0: So to set this up, I think it's only fair, and we kind of joke when we started, but if you're going to listen to this episode, you know, this is the first one of this series. I don't think, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, we shouldn't make any doctrinal decisions or statements about what we believe unless you listen to this entire package before
1: you know. Yeah. You don't have a right to be too critical
0: (laughs) until you hear the whole package. So if somebody shares you a piece of an episode...
1: You don't have a battery with just a negative post.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know some people like that. (laughs) (laughs) Three or four (laughs) negative posts. (laughs) And wondering why they can't get no fire. Try to add some positive and just sparks. Whoa. man! Producer Randy with the... Wow. He's Mm -hmm. on a roll. But yeah, don't you think we should... um, Let's hear the pastor out before we... Yeah. And you know, listening from the pew to these sermons, this is a very... um, This is a broad spectrum of revelation. It covers both ends of whether you... You know, I think every Christian falls under the category of, you know, either you're heavy on the self-justification side, and you'll understand what we talk about as we get into this, where you think you know, you got to do so much. And then yeah. there's the other spectrum. Performance. That says, yeah. The other spectrum that says, doesn't matter what I do. Yeah. He did it all. I don't have to do anything. I'm just me. And right. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. You it goes like from, this. I've got to
1: help God save me. Yeah. To yeah. God can save me in spite of me. <laughs> right. Right. Somewhere in the, in the middle, you know, extremism mm-hmm. is a dangerous thing. Yeah. Right. Um, as as christians we have no problem calling extre- extremism out mm-hmm. amongst the other religions mm-hmm. islamic islamic religions mm-hmm. um, the muslim mm-hmm. contingencies but if we're, if we're not careful extremism right can be in our own ranks yeah and so you can be extremely legalistic mm-hmm. or you can be extremely to, to the point that you you
0: paint grace mm-hmm. into a uh, a lasciviousness I'm sure we've heard the to ambush Pauls yeah I'm sure we've heard the ambushes from both sides of people who will come at you and say well you're you're not that good you know I I fast 23 and a half hours a day right? yeah and I pray yeah. I pray more than I you know anything else or so you can feel like, oh, I'm just, I'm a nobody then. Right. Or you can get ambushed from the guy who says, oh, you're doing all that stuff. I don't do any of that. And look at me. God still right. loves me. Yes. Right. So true. Right. So this is going to be great. Yeah. You're, you're going to love this stuff. So you're going to yeah. want to listen. You know, it, it really started for me.
1: Um. You know, life, life, life experiences can drive us at times to, Mm -hmm. the Word of God, to our knees. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a conversation with a very respected elder in our congregation Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where he was expressing the insecurity that he had about his salvation. And it blew my mind. Really? Then I went back in 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 into the, the, the well house of my personal experience.
0: Sorry, can I just interrupt there? But are you yeah. saying that because so you're thinking, you know, if this guy doesn't have a ticket to heaven, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? Right. Is that so that, okay, I right. just wanted to follow you there. Okay.
1: Okay. And for sure, with the next case that I'm gonna give. Mm-hmm. So then my mind goes back to uh being at the bedside of my dying grandfather, mm-hmm. my dad's dad, a man who, I'm, I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. he prayed more than probably I ever will. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I can remember as a kid going and visiting them and hating it, yeah. <laughs> hating the, Saturday morning. Because <sighs> they're just going to pray the morning away. I want to talk and eat. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to go outside and drive your tractor. <laughs> no, no, you're going to stay in and pray and he would pray this way. Anybody that knows my grandfather knows this. He would pray all the river valleys. Oh, that's man. an interesting discussion in and of itself. But sure up did. and down the St. John River Valley, up and down the Tobik River Valley, mm-hmm. up and down, you know. I don't know if he prayed for the Mississippi River Valley or not, but, <laughs> but he, he, that, that's how he would pray. And he would just pray and pray. And I remember having the discussion with him as he is fading mm-hmm. from this life. Okay. Mm-hmm. a moment he has started churches built churches resurrected churches prayed people through to the holy ghost and i said grant man you're almost there you this is this is what you've lived your
0: life for Grant. yeah an apostolic preacher yeah church planner I said
1: you're you and he says uh, in in a feeble voice i i i sure hope i make it hmm Wow. So so a, 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 a little bit of introspection is good, mm-hmm. but somewhere we've got to find that balance of eternal security.
0: Boy, that's an elephant in the room, right?
1: Without buying into the doctrine, the erroneous
0: doctrine mm-hmm. of once saved, always saved. Okay. And you you don't hear and you, you know you're a you're a prominent preacher but you don't hear a lot of sermons on this topic. No, because it, it, to to bore your colloquialism, it is the elephant in the room. So it's that it's that thing that you got to thread the needle. You yeah. Have, because if you While don't, all the
1: sewing machines run. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Change the engine without turning it off. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. So so I think the first step in approaching this. And we're going to take a methodical, um, biblical approach to this. But the first step, and I think anybody would agree with me on this, is when you begin talking to somebody about the gospel, the first hurdle is getting them lost. Mm -hmm. you got to get people lost before... Yeah, if you see You can you can get them
0: saved. If you see no need to change what you're doing, or yeah. well then
1: yeah. what's the point? So um I, I want us to go to the book of First Corinthians chapter six,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we're gonna read beginning at verse number nine. Why don't you go ahead and read that for
0: us? Six and nine says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Either fornicators That's nor- the
1: first proof right there that not everybody goes to heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Heaven's for righteous people. All right. Mm-hmm. So the concept, I'm sure we've had that discussion with folks. Oh, God's too good of a God to send anybody to hell. None of us are worth being saved. I, I, there's no polite way to, mm-hmm. to introduce that to you. So there you have it. Every one of us, are on our way to hell,
0: and we need a savior. There wouldn't need to be a heaven if everybody was in,
1: right? Exactly right. right. Exactly. Go ahead.
0: I mean, we all know that one person who's definitely not going to heaven, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, they don't—they don't wear your suit, but no, no. But there's one. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be one.
0: Yeah, right? you have a yeah. list on the back of your door that's like. Maybe right. you keep it on your phone. Oh boy, we better not get into that. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves as mankind. Verse 10, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Kind
1: of sounds like he knows who he wants to go to heaven. Yeah.
0: All right? They're not going to make it. And such were some of you. Well, then he does that. Ouch. Yes. Yeah. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified. Yes. But ye are justified. Yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Thank God for that.
1: One more verse, Job chapter 25 and verse 4.
0: How then can man be justified with God? So that is the question. Hmm.
1: That's being asked by Bildad. He presents this question to Job with the understanding of, how can a man be justified, really? You know, anybody can accuse a man. Oh, boy, yeah. There'll there'll be a long list of folks standing out there that's ready to accuse somebody. But that list of who can justify a man is pretty short. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't justify me. I can't justify you. You can't justify yourself. So we're on a little bit of a quest today to find out the answer to this pertinent question: Who can justify a man? Mm-hmm. And Bill Dad's asking this of Job, and there there is an answer. the The two foundational, fundamental questions that that the gospel really adequately responds to is this why am i guilty mm-hmm. okay if adam yep. is the one who sinned why am i guilty it's a great question the second question that the gospel answers is if jesus died so that i could have access to justification Mm-hmm. To redemption, then how does his death give me a pass? So if Adam's sin incurs guilt, that's what we wrestle with. We we struggle with if Adam did it, why am I guilty? And if Christ did it, why am I innocent?
0: Yeah, and you think about it this way too. Like you look at a you look at a, a young child who's, you know, how many times have you heard somebody say, Well, I never killed anyone? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely, hey, absolutely. Guy. you mean to tell me that man who's never done anything wrong, right, is, is a bad person, right, right? And what we what we know is this: this is this
1: is inherited. We were born in sin, mm. shapen in iniquity, by reason of the fall. Mm. Every one of us are on our way to eternity without God. Mm. All right, And so in a society that doesn't like to think about that, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, you need to know. You need a Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've never repented of your sins and never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you need to be born again.
0: That's right. You were, you were, you were born <clears throat> deficient. There's right. something missing. Right. There's a whole. Right. right. You're born with one missing piece of the that puzzle. That beautiful
1: little baby yes. that is as innocent. That's right. As That's the right. driven snow. Yeah. Needs a savior. That's right. Needs a
0: savior. So but we. That, you don't. You don't hear that concept of original sin. Right. Even talked about a lot because right. we think in our humanistic nature that we know everything and we have everything and. We can be like God. That right. was the original temptation. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of saying, No, no, I'm good. You know, I'm just gonna Yeah. <laughs> right. So Paul, Paul says to his letter to the Romans. To the Romans. Yeah, 623. But the wages yes. of sin is death. Yes. But the gift of God is but eternal life. The gift mm-hmm.
1: of God mm-hmm. is eternal life. Now we can't race through this terminology. And I understand those of us that have been born in church, you know, we can kind of just blaze through some of this. But you don't buy gifts. That's right. That's right. There's no price tags on gifts. The onus of a gift is on the giver. The only part that I play in the gift is receiving the gift. Mm -hmm. Now, again, the legalistic are already starting to get sweaty-palmed with this approach. (laughs) Because if I'm not careful, I begin, I begin viewing my salvation from the standpoint of my performance.
0: Right. You think
1: of it as wages. Right. Right. That's when you're working for sin. Right. Right. But when you switch teams, you're not working for a wage no more.
0: Yeah. You received a gift. Yeah. But if it's wages, then that means I can do enough that I get enough. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just work a little more and I'll get it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And so we've we've already kind of danced around this, but the danger that I see within myself within the mm-hmm. apostolic ranks mm-hmm. is this. In our hesitancy to and, and maybe let, let's let's take the work hesitancy back. In our extreme caution to not embrace the false doctrine of once saved, always saved, Mm -hmm. to stay away from the perception that we are eternal security, we have undermined the security of our eternity.
0: Wow, that's a Bible bomb.
1: What does that do? If I am no longer secure in my eternity then i live for god in 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 a yo-yo environment yep. on monday i feel like i'm saved yep. cuz i done a good i done I done a good deal i prayed my time this morning i read my bible i didn't cut anybody off on the way to work i done an act of kindness and bought a homeless guy a coffee and and i feel saved the next day mm-hmm. pressure mounts i'm feeling i'm feeling trashy i didn't get my prayer time in And all of a sudden, what do I feel?
0: I feel like a heel that's not good enough.
1: I feel lost. And so I'm living for God in this constant yo-yo because I have no security in my eternity. And so when I first began talking about it, you guys remember that? first. When I first began talking about it to the church, I asked, how many feel saved? Yeah. This is an apostolic church. <laughs> Hundreds of people that have repented of their sins, been baptized in Jesus' name, mm. filled with the Holy Ghost, living for God, faithful, paying their tithes, living a holy life. Ask them if they feel like they're saved. And there's this quiet response of, yeah, and you can almost sense the hope so.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. That's Our salvation is a no-so that's right. salvation, that's
0: right. not a hope-so salvation. Yeah. You know that you're saved. But I think people are hesitant to talk it like that because they hate to, you know, again, they hate to be seen as self-justified. Right. 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 Well, exactly. I don't want to come across as a Pharisee who thinks I just have the world all, you know, buttoned up and ready to go. But you're right that we go back the far, so far the other way that we're like, well, well, sure hate to right. think I'd miss out in the pearly gates, but right. boy, I don't know. Right. So there's, there's two terms here, justification
1: and sanctification, and we will get to unpacking these in, in future episodes. Mm-hmm. But this is key. Justification is all God period. Justification is not God and man. Justification is monergistic, meaning that it is something that works. It's an entity that works alone. Mm -hmm. Sanctification is not monergistic in the sense that it is man working by himself. Sanctification is synergistic in that it is God working with man. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase that. It is man (laughs) working (laughs) with God. God. (laughs) Okay? So, here's the pill. I don't dress holy to get saved. I don't live holy to get saved. Mm -hmm. I am justified Mm -hmm. by Calvary and Calvary alone. Mm -hmm. I live holy, dress holy, try to abstain from that which is evil, and to embrace that which is right, because I am justified. I will never be sanctified without first being justified. Sanctification works with and follows justification. Mm -hmm. So justification is the exclusive sole work of Christ at Calvary, it is not me. I can never pray enough to be justified. I can never make enough donations to be justified. I can never follow enough rules, regulations, and laws to be justified. That is why the Pharisees crammed yeah. the Ten Commandments into 613 yeah. ordinances of the law. Why? Because they were trying on a shoestring humanistic mm-hmm. philosophy and an and attempt to to acquire justification, mm-hmm. and this is the heartbeat of every man that, that Bildad is asking Job, how can a man justify himself?
0: You know, they tried hard. Oh. They worked at it.
1: <laughs> totally
0: they did. There's hardly been a group since that worked as hard as they did. Right. And then Jesus comes along and breaks their rules just to prove. <laughs> oh, he was intentional with it.
1: Strategic moves. Okay, so here, here is a sound clip, sound clipable moment. <clears throat>
0: that's right.
1: But if you can't earn justification,
0: oh, I love this.
1: What's the follow?
0: <laughs> you can't lose it.
1: Yeah, you can't lose it. If you can't earn it, you can't lose it. And there we go again, breathing heavy. Ah, oh, that's eternal security. No, that's security in my eternity. Mm-hmm. Okay, stay with me now. This. If I can't earn my way to heaven, I cannot build a ladder from earth to glory with prayers, That's right. dress codes, generosity. This is not a philanthropic gospel. This is an atonement. This is a work of an, the work of an atoning sacrifice. It is all God. If I make it to heaven and I am at right standing in heaven's courtroom. It is because I have taken Jesus Christ up on his yeah. atoning sacrifice, and I've received his gift.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true.
1: Which is death, burial
0: and resurrection. Having heard the messages, and our listeners will get there by the end of these episodes, but it's a relief to know that it's not just a big performance-driven obstacle course. Right. right. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it now that we've reached the conclusion. Right. It's a relief. Right. You know, you don't have the you don't have the opportunity to just cash it all in. Exactly. However, it takes away the utter horror that, you know, when I get to the end of this, there's no finish line. I'm going to be 6 inches short. <laughs> That's the deal. I tried as hard as I could and I still couldn't get
1: it. And we live under this cloud of condemnation. <laughs> and the devil uses that against the sincere listen this this these episodes are not for those looking for licenses to sin now we're not, not even right. talking to you we are talking about those who want to make it and want to do what is right but are under such a dark cloud of guilt mm. that that you, you, living for God is just, you're just hanging on from Sunday to Sunday. <laughs> and we, you have no confidence. No confidence. You've repented of your sins. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. You've received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You pray as faithfully as you can. Yeah. You support the church. You submit to the man of God. You live holy. You dress right. And you still feel like, boy, I hope I can make it.
0: Such a is such a... Uh... A twisted view on how it needs to be, right, right. But you don't understand that until you hear this kind of discussion. So
1: the 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 fear then becomes the fear then becomes, am I going to wake up lost? Nobody that is sincerely trying to be saved has any intention of casting away Mm -hmm. their salvation. The fear is that they will lose it. And that somehow they will come up short at the end. What we've got to do, and this is what I hope this, these, these episodes will do, especially even today, is we are here to bolster your confidence in the gift
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: of God. Yeah. Okay? First Thessalonians chapter one and
0: verse five. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power. Yeah. And in the Holy Ghost, yeah. and in much assurance. And in what? Much assurance.
1: So, you mean we're not supposed to be shaky in this? Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be trembling in this? No, the gospel is powerful, it's revelatory, and it's secure. We need to present and preach and embrace
0: the security of our salvation. Hmm. It's secure. It takes away that mental image of, well, I'm going to step up to the judgment and they're going to read everything out. Yeah. And, man, I hope I have enough points to outweigh my debts.
1: Yes. Right.
0: Right. Which is a stereotypical, there. there's that idea out there of that's what being a Christian is, right? I well, want to have enough jewels in my crown to outweigh the flaws in me that... Yeah. Hebrews 10. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. That's pretty
1: pointed right there. Yeah, Cast not away, therefore, your
0: confidence, which hath... Great recompense of reward. Yes. Verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So
1: that that, that undermines the whole deal that this is once saved, always saved? That's right.
0: Right? Right? If any man draw back... But we are not of them who draw back. That's not who this is written for. (laughs) We are not of them that draw back. Unto perdition, right?
1: Listen, if you want to be lost and you want to cast away your salvation, help yourself. You're not listening to this today anyway.
0: That's right. That's right. Probably (laughs) not. That's that's not who's listening (laughs) to this. No.
1: Okay? We're talking to those who say, we are not of them who draw back unto perdition.
0: Right, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul.
1: This is Hebrews chapter 10. Everybody that's lived for God any amount of time has heard preaching on Hebrews the 11th chapter. Mm -hmm. Faith's hall of fame. It is riddled with by faith David, by faith Abraham, by faith Moses, by faith Rahab, by faith Samson. It's full of by faith. Do you think it's coincidental that in the chapter leading up to to faith's hall of fame, he says, don't cast away your confidence. Hmm. Confidence, the security of your salvation, having confidence in your salvation is the greatest defense mechanism for your faith. Without confidence, you have no Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Without confidence, you have no faith to move mountains, see walls fall, endure trials, tribulations. You gotta have confidence in your salvation.
0: To think, you know, people people who who decide to not live a Christian lifestyle anymore, an apostolic lifestyle. A lot of them don't go out uh, with arrogance. They go out thinking that, you know. I'm never going to be saved. Right. Right. I'm not not good enough. Right. Such a failure. Right. Don't you think that contributes to a lot of people just giving up? Yes. Right. Yes. Feeling like they can't hit the mark. Yes. Which is wrong. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) You don't set the mark. God does. (laughs) Backsliding backsliding,
1: number one, is a possibility. So again, I don't want to have to to keep reiterating this. Eternal security in the sense of once saved, always saved, it can be shot full of so many holes throughout Scripture. But backsliding is not necessarily the result of someone who has too much confidence
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in their salvation. It's more likely that the reason they backslid is because they didn't have enough.
0: You think you did something that can't be forgiven. It's just too much. Wow. It's too far. Isn't that true? I, I, I went
1: too far. Yep. What do you think Calvary can't take care of? Wow. Go, go ahead and chime in in the comments below. What, 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 what pray tell is too strong? For the blood of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, do you have a limit? Does it? That would be, yeah. Does it? I mean, we've always heard, you know, sinning against the Holy Ghost, right? That's out there. Of course. Of course. So there, yeah.
1: The reality is, are you ready for this? You don't have to experience anything more than Calvary. To be justified. This really wreaks havoc.
0: With wish we had some dash cams right now. (laughs) Buckle up.
1: You mean to tell me that my wife dresses like a lady isn't going to get me to heaven?
0: What's he going (laughs) to (laughs) say?
1: I don't dress holy to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. I dress holy because I'm going to heaven. I'm justified. That does not mean, and that's why you've got to listen to this throughout its entirety. But this takes away the insecurity and fluctuation of saved, lost, saved, lost, saved, lost. I'm justified because Jesus went to Calvary, shed his blood, and I received the gift Repentant, was baptized, received the gift. That's why I'm going to heaven.
0: Not much of that is involving you. None of it. <laughs> oh, thank God.
1: None of it. This is a monogistic effort. Thank God. That's thank a relief. God. Yes.
0: Yeah. So if you didn't buy somebody a coffee this morning. Shame on you. That's right. I'd take one. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you're off the list.
1: Right. <laughs> right. How many times have I, have I have I sat at the bedside already mentioned about my grandfather of someone who's sick? I'll never forget riding down the road with Brother Booker one time and and he, he received a phone call and it was a precious saint in their church that was sick mm-hmm. and they were they were talking to him about how I just don't feel like I can I'm not feeling God like I used to and I don't know how to you know I'll never forget what he said to them. He said, it's hard to feel good spiritually, when you feel bad physically. Hmm. Man, I'm sitting in the back seat and I go, "Woo, dually noted. Mm-hmm. Okay? At that moment, if that precious brother or sister slips out into eternity, they don't feel without this understanding. They don't feel like they're ready. Guarantee- they don't feel like they're saved. But salvation is not a feeling. It is a reality. And you have to be confident. You don't lose salvation. Salvation is abandoned. Mm -hmm. Look look at it through Scripture. Salvation is forsaken. Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Salvation is neglected. Don't neglect your salvation. But it's never lost. The prodigal son never lost the address to dad's house. He walked away from that relationship, mm-hmm. but it was always there. If a backslider happens to be listening to this today, hear me, your salvation's not lost. No, you walked away from it. You may have neglected it for the last 26 years. You may have abandoned it because you loved this present world, but it's not lost. It's right where you left it. Right. All you got to do is get back up out of that pig pen And walk back to the father's house, and we've been feeding the calf, Mm. and we've been preparing for this moment, Mm. and we've got the robe ready, and the house is swept, and we're ready to party.
0: And you don't have to
1: earn it. You don't have to earn it. It's there. Just come back, and you're not allowed to come back as a
0: servant. That's performance mentality. You come back as a son. There was way more indecision from the prodigal than there was from the father.
1: There was no, there was no indecision from the prodigal. You see right. how
0: the father was like, boom. Instant. oh, he's back, boys, let's party. We're ready right. for this.
1: Right. Don't hold him off on a three-month <laughs> right. um, probation period. Totally. Right. That's my boy.
0: Go self-isolate in the barn for two weeks.
1: Right. you get those employee think, benefits think, later. Yeah. I think we have to have that discussion about that parable, though, because it's, it's, it's the, you say, well, the coin was lost and the sheep was lost, but it never says the sun was lost. Those were inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. The sun was never lost. He went to a far country and knew where he was and knew where home was and knew how to get there from where he was. Ooh. <laughs> Salvation is not something you lose. It's something you walk away from. If you can't earn it, you can't lose it.
0: And you know what you got to do to get it back.
1: And you know what you got to do to get it back.
0: It's not it's not it's not a catch 22 where he spins you off into a corner and you don't know what to do anymore. Right. 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 Well, I'm enjoying myself so far. <laughs> let me interrupt just for a minute. I'm going to play a little praise break here. It's time to ask you if you're a subscriber. Look in the mirror, the rearview mirror of your car briefly and ask yourself, "Have I subscribed to Kingdom Speak?" And if you have, thank you for that. If you haven't, the freeloading time is over. We've been here for a year. We need you to step up. It's time. It's time. time. Right? You can earn this. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, this isn't heaven.
0: (laughs) But it is heaven on earth. Yeah. It's close as you're going to get right here. Yeah. So, thank you to all our subscribers out there. Like and subscribe us on YouTube if you're there as well. So, thank you. I just needed to put that in. KingdomSpeak.ca as well. Lots of good discussion on there. Yes. So... Sorry to interrupt, but you needed a drink of water anyways. I please. did. Yeah. This is good.
1: So here's Bill, Dad. Job is sitting on an ash heap. He's lost his children. Scraping boils. He's lost his health. His wife has lost her mind. His friends are less than desirable.
0: Yeah, great friends.
1: He's lost his business. Do you think at that moment that it would be fair to say that job probably felt lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What did I do? Well, yeah, and if you contextualize it to today, obviously you don't want to wish the 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 harm of family members and that kind of thing, but so if I went out and I started my Jeep and the engine blew. And then I went home and my house was on fire. Yep. Right? Yep. And then my dog was dead, and then I went to call my friend and, you know, if everything just flipped on its lid like it did with Job, Would you would wonder what's yeah, going on. Yeah, totally. I would wonder, wouldn't Totally. You? Well, did you do something? And you have to... It, right. So have I'd to, be thinking right now, like, <laughs> what's going on? So you guys would be Job's friends, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just kind of being honest, wouldn't you think? Like, uh, yeah. because you think... Yeah, you're okay. Bill Dad, I can tell. I'm a Christian, I'm you, living right. So my car is supposed to last longer than everyone else's. And I can earn all this stuff. Right. <laughs> which was the, the the frame
1: through which Job's friends were looking. Yeah. I got to say, I'd be one of those guys. And the question that's pertinent in its nature is, who can justify you anyway, Job? Are, are you... Are you really worth saving Job? Can you make the pitch? You really think you're worth not having something like this happen to you? <laughs> okay. And you got to remember this. God, God's opinion of Job is that Job was a righteous man. Mm-hmm. That's not Job's opinion of himself.
0: That's God's opinion of Job. Mm-hmm. And did he ever tell Job that? Right? Yeah.
1: That's a good question. I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't it's, know if Job read this read his book or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what we know from this, though, is that even righteous people need justified. Amen. Well, so, so, so it doesn't matter how good you are at doing you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how faithful you are at not doing that which is unrighteous. You can be righteous and still be unjustified. Now, I'm not talking inheriting God's righteousness, but in the sense of a righteous individual that is right in their living, right in their business practice, right with, with their morals. And you still need justified. Right. You still need justified. So righteousness does not equate
0: justification. If it did, Job would be the guy that could earn it.
1: Bill Dead wouldn't be asking the question.
0: Like Job checked all the boxes off.
1: Yeah. Righteousness does not equate justification. So it doesn't matter how much you do, how much you give, how much you pray, how much you fast, how much, it still doesn't matter. You need Calvary. You can never live good enough, give enough to the poor, not steal enough, never commit fornication. Yep. You can never do all of that stuff good enough to bypass the need of Calvary. You need Calvary to be justified. Right living on earth without justification in heaven will
0: not grant you access to heaven. Boy, you need an amen for that. Does anybody have an amen? (laughs) Amen. So we can be super right here. And still be denied
1: access there. So then... Do do you remember, (laughs) you ever go to those theme parks when you were like nine, eight?
0: I know what you're going to say. And
1: you're stuck driving this little go-kart that goes three miles an hour. You are eight inches above the measuring stick that permits you to drive that
0: car. You're almost yeah. too big for the car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like three inches short yep. of the roller coaster. And Karen is running the roller coaster, <laughs> yeah. right? And she won't let you get on. She
1: won't let you on. So you watch all your other friends who measure up. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the ride. And you're 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 either stuck in the slow lane or just waiting on them to come back. When we get to heaven, it's not going to be a long line with with the measuring bar there and those that were a little more consecrated than others Mm -hmm. get to squeak in. Calvary gets you in. Mm -hmm. Calvary gets you in. Mm -hmm. So there's this guy that preached the day of Pentecost.
0: This guy. Mm. Yeah. This one guy.
1: He periodically had a problem with his temper. Yeah. No. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> He'd lie a bit. But besides that, he was a pretty good guy. So he cussed, he lied, preached the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a, wrote a letter. What did he say in 1st Peter chapter 1?
0: And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time. So of, trust
1: me, we're going to talk about works before this is over.
0: That's right. Pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things.
1: There, ye were not redeemed with corruptible things. Your tithes does not save you. It'll save you from being cursed, but your tithes, there are people that pay tithes to this church that don't go here. They don't go to church. Now the reality is it's a misconception that they may have if they think
0: that is salvation. We are not redeemed of corruptible things, right? As silver and gold, yeah, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. Yes. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Ah. That's right. Keep, yes. Keep your hope in the right place. Yes.
1: <laughs> you can't purchase redemption with the free will offering. It's a gift. It's a gift. Okay. You cannot, I cannot improve. Mm. I cannot improve on Calvary and the redemptive qualities. Of the blood of Jesus Christ. If I thought it could, what a slap. It would be. Absolutely. You're right. Quite offensive,
0: isn't it? It would be. It would be. Acts 13 and 34. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Oh.
1: Wherefore? How many ever heard Bishop Booker's message on the sure mercies of David?
0: Yeah. Wow. He needs to get on the podcast. We Yeah. Yeah, we need to yeah. get on Brother Booker. Brother Booker. Join us, join us, join us. Call us. You listen in California? Yeah. Mention to him next Sunday. He needs to be on Kingdom Speak. Wherefore, he saith also in another psalm, thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see mm. corruption. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on sleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised again saw no corruption. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins, and by him all that believe are justified from yeah. all things, yeah. from which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. By him,
1: all that pray an hour a day are justified. <laughs> all that abstain from eating red meat during Lent are justified. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right? We're not careful. We read into what is said by him, all that believe are justified from all things, from which ye could not be justified by the law of Moses. Now we're gonna talk about this in future episodes, the difference between deeds and the law. There's there's that that's mm-hmm. we can't we can't get there today. All right, but it's time for the apostolic movement, the apostolic church. Mm-hmm. to stop measuring its salvation with a corruptible measuring stick
0: hmm.
1: I'm more holier than you because um, of the length of a sleeve <laughs> or the, the 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 length of the, of the hair on my ears or and all of that matters mm-hmm. okay that has its place farther down the line mmm so we are not. If if you're listening to this, going, oh goody, they're getting a revelation. They're going to throw it all away. It's all Jesus. Remember what we
0: said at the beginning. Pastor McKillop's getting a mullet. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord, no. Picture this. <laughs> oh Lord, no.
1: I don't think I've got enough.
0: <laughs> I think, let me mull that over a bit. I don't. I don't think I have enough. Okay. But the, yeah, you automatically think that we
1: you're have. More- Right. We have got performance mentality when it comes to, um, well, bless God, I feel saved. Why? Because I've fasted 32 days. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, good. I'm I'm glad that you fasted, but I'm just as saved. (laughs) I'm just as justified. That doesn't mean I don't need to fast, and that doesn't mean you don't need to be holy. But justification comes as a gift from God. You don't earn it. And if you can't earn it, say it with us, you you can't lose lose it. it. You can neglect it. You can abandon it. You can walk away from it, but you don't lose it. You don't lose it. The performance approach to justification is what drove the Old Testament church. Mm -hmm. It was all about performance. That's what that's what drove the entire old covenant. Very and true. when you have an inferior sacrifice your performance matters. <laughs> 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 well. Wow. wow. But when there's nothing wrong with your sacrifice, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: you don't it's not your performance that's brought to the table. Mm-hmm. It's all him. It is all him, the efficacy of his blood to atone humanity from every sin. Mm -hmm. It's not my performance, it's him.
0: Well, what what I need to ask you, if this makes sense, is if it's not about performance, then that makes sense why someone could live their whole life As a devout Christian. Cornelius? Super devout, right? And make what we say would be the passing grade to get through the gates. Right. You could have another individual who lives as a, a villain and experiences God at the very last moment and, you know, is converted. What we would say is converted. And dies, but doesn't have the entire life to back it up. Yep, right. Yep. We've got to think that that person. Yep. Because if we all need to have an entire life worth of performance to back this up, so the the the, the
1: prime example there is Cornelius. He needed the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. He needed to be baptized in Jesus' name. Brother was devout. Sure was. Had it all. But to infer, and this is where the balance comes in, to infer that once Cornelius got the Holy Ghost and was born again according to the new covenant, Mm. to infer that he stopped praying and living righteously and giving alms and treating the poor right would be ludicrous. We're not looking for an easy way out. The last thing this is is free. This cost Jesus everything. Sure did. everything and so the doctrine of performance has got to be forsaken and we have to switch to a doctrine of perseverance mm-hmm. if you want to be saved it's not performance it's perseverance just don't quit this then according to 1 John
0: Chapter 1. Is the message which in we... In verse 5. Which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. Yes, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light and have fellowship... But if we walk in the light as he is in the light. That's right. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanseth us from all sin. This is not...
1: This is not a safe space for those who have never been born again and say, well, I was just walking in all the light that I had.
0: Light doctrine.
1: No, (laughs) that's not what he's talking about. But he's letting us know that if we will continue to persevere, if we, notice the terminology, this is covenantal speak, if then, if you do this, I will do this so the contingency is now going to be upon me to continue to walk in the light as he is in the light and as i do that the blood of jesus continues to cleanse me that's what keeps me coming back to church that's what keeps me living right monday through sunday mm-hmm. is i'm walking in the light i am persevering i am not held hostage by my performance. We've got to stop giving each other performance reviews. And we've just got to keep coming back and saying, I'm here again, Jesus, this is me. I fell, I got my knees scun up, I didn't do as good this week, but thank you for Calvary. Thank you for the blood that continues to cleanse me from all sin.
0: That's it. Romans 8. Pretty simple when you say it like that. This is therefore now. There. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore when? <laughs> now. Right now.
1: This is a good Friday. <laughs> There's no <laughs> condemnation right now.
0: Yep. To them. Right. Who walk not after the flesh. Right. Right. But after the Spirit. Right. So if I'm walking in the right way... This keeps salvation
1: from being a grab box that you run in on Easter Sunday. Right. Get in the tank. Get dumped, Get the Holy Ghost. Out. Gone. Gone. See you later. I'm saved and on my way to glory. No. Condemnation will get you. There is therefore now no condemnation to them... Which are... In Christ Jesus, that's born again... Baptized into Christ, right. And then, verse two, they walk, right. not after the flesh, but after the spirit.:
0: For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death.: Yes, for what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and yeah. for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Yes that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who yes. walk not after the flesh but after the spirit
1: and and and, and the whole thing is good for to be carnally minded he just keeps mm-hmm. he keeps knocking that stuff down we got to persevere child of god if you have failed if you failed this morning just don't stop keep putting one foot in front of the other it's not about your performance. It's about your perseverance. Wow. It's about your perseverance.
0: Wow. Incredible. The People quit way too early, don't they? Sure they do. Quit way too early. All you got to do is keep walking.
1: So Romans chapter 8 to just land this portion. And verse 29 really does answer Bildad's question.
0: Yep. For whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate. Yes. To be conformed to the image of his son. Yes. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these what things? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Man, you're, we're going to need shouting music cute again for this. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things?
1: Freely give us, all things.
0: Doesn't sound like you need to pay much. <clears throat> no, sir. <laughs> Who shall lay anything to the charge of Oh, God's elect? say that again. Who <laughs> shall lay anything to the charge of God's it's, elect? It's
1: not hard to find someone to, to lay an accusation. That's not what Bildad was questioning. No. Anybody can lay lay the accusation. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's
0: elect? It is God. Fill that. Justifies. Bill Dad, we got
1: your answer. <laughs> there it, it is. It is God that justifieth. Yeah.
0: Who is he that condemneth? Anybody can condemn. It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God. There's a good episode out there on that too. Yeah. <laughs> who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution mm. or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37. Nay, in all these things we, in are, more all than, these things we are more than conquerors yeah, through him who loved us. Yeah. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life. This light, is not
1: feelings, folks.
0: Nor angels. This nor, is a persuasion. Mm-hmm. This is confidence. Nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor yeah. any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ. Uh, Job,
1: I don't care what your buddies are saying. Yeah. I don't care what they're saying about you. They're looking at you saying you've been through this trial. You must've done something wrong. Anybody can come up with an accusation, but we got your answer, Job. <laughs> it's God that justifieth. It's not your righteousness. It's not your performance. It's not what you've did or what you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Un- Doubtedly, Job could have sat there and scraped those boils, weeping over the loss of his family, his business, the the, the state that he is in at that moment, and he could have went back in his life to things that he didn't do right, decisions that he wished he would have made differently, actions, performances that were subpar. But ultimately, Job, it is God that justifieth. There is therefore now no condemnation. Child of God, if you're imperfect, welcome to the club. If you've failed... We're here with you. Yes, we are. We got that badge of honor too. But if you're persevering, welcome to the club. There's a bunch of us that have just continued on. And if we continue to walk in the light as he is in the light... He will continue to justify us. That is the answer to Bill Dad's question. It is God that justifies